0: I'm going to be uh, sharing a short word on Thanksgiving. Uh, my topic today is mature Thanksgiving. So, let me read First Thessalonians chapter five, starting verse sixteen, and then go into the word. It says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." For every Christian, our first and foremost reason to give thanks to the Lord is the cross. When Jesus uttered the words, It is finished, and gave his life on the cross, he bought for us our redemption, our salvation, our new beginning, a chance to be called children of God. If God shows us no goodness for the rest of our lives, what he did on the cross is enough for us to keep praising him for the rest of our lives. Can can we agree on this church? So the cross is our reason to always give thanks and to walk with an attitude of gratitude. However, when life comes at us from different directions, like the time that we are in as a church, as a nation, And even in our personal lives, sometimes we find it difficult to lift up a hallelujah to the Lord. Uh, We learn a lot from David, who was someone who learned how to give thanks amidst difficult situations. In many of his Psalms, we see him saying, How long, Lord, will you forget me? How long will you hide your face from me? But he always finishes his Psalms by saying, I trust in your unfailing love my heart rejoices in your salvation I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me he doesn't sing these things after the trouble has passed but he th- sings these Psalms amidst that situation so my question to you is are we going to thank him only for our answered prayers only for the things that we've received or are we able to give thanks for our unanswered prayers, to give thanks for situations that have not changed. Paul admonishes us in 1 Corinthians 14 to be infants in evil, but in our thinking to be mature. So I'd like to talk about what mature gratitude is this morning. Thanking God in advance of answered prayer. Thanking God in advance of answered prayer. Uh, So the first point is mature gratitude is an expression of faith. Mature gratitude is an expression of faith. Hebrews 11.6 tells us that we are unable to please God without faith. It is through faith that we please God. Uh, So the Bible says that faith is being sure in our heart what we do not see in our eyes. Even though I don't see it, I still believe it is the attitude. Hebrews 11 1 gives us a definition of faith. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Faith is visualizing the invisible. Faith is seeing through the eyes of our hearts what we do not see through our physical eyes. Is being able to picture it and receive it in our hearts long before we see it with our physical eyes. Thanking God for what he's already done is something that's expected of anyone. If anybody does something nice for us, we say thank you, God bless you, I'm, I'm grateful for what you've done for me. This is just, this is not faith, but this is good manners. Uh, but mature transgiving is expressed in faith. Secondly, mature gratitude changes circumstances. We, we've been, we, we all know the story of Paul and Silas who were imprisoned in the inner chamber. That, that's colloquial for underground. So they're underground, they're in chains. There's really nothing to be thankful about, but we see them lifting up a hymn of praise, a hymn of praise that was able to shake the foundations of the prison and set them free. That was a thanksgiving, a mature thanksgiving that changed their circumstances. Another interesting story that you all know is the story of Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. You know the story, the Moabites and the Ammonites came to wage war against Jehoshaphat and they told him, a vast army is coming against you. His reaction, we see it in verse 3 in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 It says, "Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. When we are faced with different circumstances, our first reaction instead of inquiring of the Lord is usually to focus on the situation. We tend to focus on the situation rather than focusing on God. But here... I like the word here, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord. To resolve is an attitude of the heart. To resolve is a decision. To resolve is to take a stand. He said, I will not let the situation control me, but I will first inquire of the Lord. Then starting from verse 5, he prays this amazing prayer. I'm assuming it was after the fast of where he lifts up the lord but let me just read verse 6 for you second chronicles chapter 20 verse 6 says uh this is his prayer jehoshaphat's prayer lord the god of our ancestors are you not the god who is in heaven you rule over all the kingdoms of the nations power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you that's beautiful What Jehoshaphat did was he reminded himself of the greatness of God to the situation. Instead of reminding himself of the severity of the situation, he reminded himself of the greatness of God. He was preaching to his soul. Sometimes we need to preach to our soul. We need to start by preaching to our soul the greatness of God before we let the situation around us take over. Then you know the story of what happened. He put worshipers ahead of the army. Uh, I think when the Moabites and the Ammonite army came out and they saw the choir doing their shibshaba in front of the army, they might have been a little confused. I, I thought we are here for war. What's going on? I'm sure they'll be a bit surprised at that situation, but Jehoshaphat understood something. He understood that worship was his biggest battle plan. 2 Chronicles, amen, amen second chronicles uh chapter 20 verse 21 says this was the song they were singing give thanks to the lord for his love endures forever this was what they were singing as they were going out and in that situation you all know the story they didn't have to fight the battle but the lord fought the battle for them and they won without having to engage militarily because when they lifted up their praise God was doing their bidding for them. God was doing the fighting for them. All they had to do was lift up the praise. The praise that came out of trust. A praise that came out of understanding the greatness of God. Thirdly, mature thanksgiving is keeping a mature attitude. I read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 earlier where it says, Give thanks in all circumstances. Notice it says give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances. Some things we're not thankful for, but what he's telling us is to be thankful amidst the situation. While you're going through it, stay thankful. While you're going through it, lift up your thanks to him, even though the situation is not something to be thankful for. So why did the Lord command us this way? So what the verse says is, uh, In all things give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So why is he asking us to give thanks in these situations? First of all, giving thanks amidst painful situations keeps us aware of God's presence in our lives. When we keep thanking him, when we keep lifting him up in those situations, we are staying in his presence we are sensing his presence and we knowing that he's with us if we grow bitter if we grow distant then we are shying away from the very one who has the power to heal us we are staying away from the very one who has the power to comfort us from those situations so giving thanks in all things allows us to uh, stay in his presence Giving thanks amidst the painful situation also enables us to go against our emotions. We are human. We have emotions. When situations happen, our emotions take over usually. But just like Jehoshaphat, when we resolve to go to the Word of God, when we resolve to inquire from the Lord, to declare his greatness over our lives, then we're able to direct our emotions. We're able to guide ourselves towards the direction of the word of God and the attitude of God to keep that thanksgiving going and not to be overtaken by our emotions. Giving thanks amidst the painful situation also teaches us to trust him in that situation. When we go to his word, when we declare his word, when we preach his word over our lives to our soul then we're able to trust him instead of letting the situation overwhelm us when we lift up our thanks in these situations we are able to develop our trust in him so when we stay in his presence when we declare him over our lives we are able to trust him and that's why he commands us to give thanks in all circumstances So concluding, can you keep your eyes fixed on the Lord amidst your lack, amidst your confusion, amidst what you've lost, amidst your fear? Can you look straight ahead to him and know that he is God and that he can deliver you? Let's thank God in advance. That's what mature thanksgiving is. Faith is not believing that God can do something. Faith is not believing that God will do something one day. But faith is saying God is at work right now. Even though I don't see it. Even though I don't understand how things are going. Right now God is working behind the scenes. He is putting the pieces together. He is doing a work. I don't see it but I trust Him. That is faith. If you wait until you receive it. Then... Is that really faith? Then no. If we give thanks after we receive it, it's worldly gratitude. It's politeness. But real faith thanks God in advance. Anybody can thank God when it's right in front of us. But our maturity and our thanksgiving as we walk with him is seen in our ability to give thanks amidst difficult situations. So I'm I'm just going to give you one homework. When you go today, write down the struggles in your life, write down the challenges in your life, and bring them up before the Lord. But not as a cry, but as a thanksgiving. Thank God over those situations. Just keep thanking Him, trusting Him, saying that you are doing your work.